You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. And welcome to Clan of Three, a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to all things Star Wars. Today, we're talking The Bad Batch, and I am your host, absolutely not Edinar, Death Squad, also known as Jake Wilson, and I am joined, as always, by the Max Rebo to Maya Zul Fantel, Carabara. <laughs> How are you doing today? I was expecting, not too bad, I was expecting that part, I was like, no. yeah, this is definitely not Edinar, but uh, Max Rebo. <laughs> <laughs> With the deep not cuts today. <laughs> I had to look that up. I had to do work. <laughs> ah, uh, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. I uh, enjoyed this latest episode we're about to talk to. Was, as we talked before, they seem to be ramping up, make things a little bit more fun each episode. It is. It has been. Yeah. Didn't really expect to, like, the episode really didn't go the way I was expecting exactly, you know? Yeah. Uh, I can see that. And... We don't, you could probably notice we don't have Edinar. He's still on vacation, but he should be back next week. Yeah. If not, we'll drag him kicking and screaming back here to talk about Star Wars. I know he hates talking about Star Wars. Uh, once you get him started, he doesn't stop. Well, before, yeah. uh, before we get started, we'd like to welcome any first time listeners. If you would like to become part of the Clan of Three community, come and join us over at mash.gg slash discord. You can meet the host and talk all things Star Wars, The Mandalorian, pretty much anything your heart wants. The video games and everything else. Anything else. All right, well, let's get this started. Uh, This week's episode was, uh, (laughs) well, too bad. Well, this week's episode was uh, Rampage, which was uh, pretty much started off right at the end of the last episode after their meeting with Fennec Shands. Oh, you know, we're on the ship and we uh, see the Bad Batch planning to go to Ord Mantell, where Yeah, Echo... which, which uh, was kind of weird, though, because like, by the data I had earlier, it said they were going to a different planet completely. And I'm like, we finally made it to Ord Mantell. I'm like, wait, we're going to Ord Mantell? Okay. Yeah, weren't they going somewhere else the last episode? Yeah, a, a different planet completely. Yeah. I don't have the name, but I was like, all right. But well, uh, uh, this isn't this isn't the first time we've actually been to Ord Mantell in the Star Wars stuff. Uh, Han Solo, like I think it was like in the Empire Strikes Back, mentioned being caught by a bounty hunter over in Ord Mantell, and also like uh, various video games from like Shadow of the Empire from the N sixty four. You had a level on Ord Mantell where you had to fight IG eighty eight. There was like a starter planet in Knights of the, uh, the Old Republic, starting in Ord Mantell. That's where I remember it from. Yeah. And it was sounded It was familiar. very different. Yeah. But uh, while we see them on the ship, we finally get a little uh, thing for Omega. Finally. She gets her own calm. And freaking adorable how she was playing with that. She did exactly what I would also do if someone gave me a, t- a calm like that. Oh, yeah. It's like, definitely. This is Omega. How are you? <laughs> Is there anybody in the bathroom? I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's where um, 
I mean, that'll be good. Get she has a tendency of getting lost. Well, yeah, it makes sense why they need to give it to her. Like, I hope it has also has a tracking device in it or something, so that when she goes missing, they can go, "Okay, I find you." <laughs> well, like how would they say, if "You go missing, call us, you send us your location." But I don't have a GPS. <laughs> I don't know where I am. So it must, it must, because otherwise, what's the point? Talking cell phones. Yeah, maybe? pretty much. Well, all right, so. <laughs> Bad Batch, we finally see them land in Ordmantel, and they make their way to, uh, what was it? What do you call this? Casino? A bar? Arcade. Arcade. It looked like one of those, it kind of, part, it kind of had like those, like, uh, first of like, is those slot machines? Or those like, I'm like, wait, are those those coin machines I usually played in Chuck E. Cheese that would, if you bounce the, the coin right, it'd put a bunch of tokens and... <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I think there's gambling versions of those too. But it was just, it just looked like an old abandoned arcade, like not as many customers, a couple people around. Yeah, the one owner right. just sitting around, a couple regulars. Yeah. Did you know that there was a, uh, some, some droid heads being used for dispensers? I didn't notice. I noticed a uh, Stormtrooper helmet somewhere else in there. Yeah, but there was actually in the, in the before we go to her office, so, there we go. There is an IG head in there being used to dispense liquids and stuff. <laughs> it's like their, their tap. Yeah, which apparently I think it was like a, another movie actually used IGs for their cantinas. I'm like, what is it? When IGs break down, does all cantinas like, ooh, drink dispenser. <laughs> they must have the perfect shape just to get enough head on that beer. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so the Bad Batch went in looking for Sid, who uh, Echo's never even met. <laughs> so that's like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Yeah, it was also kind of weird, like, hey, you know Sid? I'm like, um, that was very direct. You guys are <laughs> not like, like, I know you guys, like, they're not supposed to be like, they're, they're clones, but I, I feel like other clones and stuff had like more social skills than these guys. Like, I know they're the Bad Batch, but I feel like they'd be more. What's the word I'm looking for? Sociable Uns- than the other yeah. ones? Unsocially awkward. Yeah, like they're more awkward than like regular clones. Definitely, yeah. There's no, they're not very subtle about it. It's like, hey, where's Sid? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and, like I was very surprised. Like we were like we're looking for Sid. They work with the Jedi. Yeah, like, well, I don't know why they don't want to tell us they're here. Yeah. It's not something, something about Jedi all murdered. I don't know. That could be it. Yeah. If I saw most of my clients, like I worked with, started just to get off by the military, I'd be kind of like, hmm, maybe I should not mention that I've been working with these guys for a long time. Yeah. That's probably good for your uh, business going forward. The person who actually figures out who Sid was, was Omega. Well, didn't seem like it'd be that hard to figure out who Sid was, because like the other ones didn't seem to be talking. This this for this uh person over here, well I guess you still call him person, right? It's a yeah, Trandoshan, I think yeah. it is. I think it's what I heard is just a yeah, Trandoshan. Like a big the big lizard guys. Yeah. I think we first saw them in also Empire Strikes Backs when uh they are talking to the bounty hunters. With IG-88 and Boba Fett and all of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
It's but, uh, uh, yeah. It's like, her name. Like her name. Her name was interesting because Sid, which seemed like it was kind of taken out of like Final Fantasy's uh, Sid because they always have a that's a Sid I, spelled the same way. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, which also funny because Final Fantasy likes to use Biggs and Wedge in their games as a character. Like for some reason, like most Final Fantasies, there's a character called Biggs and Wedge. Nice. They're uh, some of the go-to names. So the Bad Batch gets to talking to Sid that they're trying to figure out who this bounty hunter is that's after them. And of course, Sid being an informant, you know, she says, do a job for me, I'll do a job for you. One hand washes the other, pretty much. Which is fair, since they don't like, it's like, hey, they need work, but it's like, do something for me, I'll help you out. Like, it's fair, makes sense. I mean, it's only fair. Why would you give some? Which comes front out. Uh, Sid's looking for a slave called Moochie. 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 The Mooch. Which, hey, that's they're like, hey, go bang up some slavers, free your slave. This will be nothing. Yeah, and apparently the Moochie's supposed to be a child or some sort. Yeah. Which is when they uh they had to go find they like pretty easy or we'll go we'll go uh, find a kid shouldn't be too bad and they go find those those slavers and you see a kid yeah so hey plan in action obviously it has to be Moochie. <laughs> yeah obviously come on I mean Moochie? what kind of that's gonna be, gonna be a kid's name yeah it's gotta be a kid's name like this this operation they were doing though like they left they left Omega. Like, okay, Meg, you're going to cause trouble. You stay, like, stay over here by the ship. Be safe. Let's go and we'll get Moochie. And then, like, not more than five seconds later, they get their, like, Echo falls over. Oh, yeah, he gets knocked off by that giant dragon thing. Just taken up by that. They get captured, which... Like, super quickly. I'm like, guys. It's like, I thought you guys were elite soldiers. Yeah, like I, I didn't realize the name Bad Batch meant that you're terrible at your job. <laughs> yeah. Like this is far away from their 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 exploits of taking out an entire battalion of of droids. If this is how you guys are, I gotta act normally. Just it's kind like, of can understand why Tarkin wants new soldiers. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because they're not they're going away from fighting droids to actual people, and if this is how they handle people, ooh, it's not gonna be a good sign. <laughs> Like I know, I know they're missing their sniper. I get that. They're all also supposed to be skilled soldiers. Just missing one soldier should make you all bumbling fools. Oh, uh, that's that's true. Like well, as soon as they got captured, I'm like, seriously? Like, really? Oh, yeah, it's like already. You guys are f- five minutes into the mission and you're already captured. Yeah, super captured. I'm like, oh. Well, good thing Omega wasn't there so she can come save you guys. Yeah. Yeah, so we had Omega sitting on the ship. Of course, what what were those slavers? They looked like like they came straight out of the movie Cats. Uh the slavers, they are uh Zygerians. Zygerians. They uh they- yeah, they first made their appearance in Clone Wars episode Kidnapped, where they were being slavers, you know. Yeah. It happens. Slavers. It's a very, very, things. very yeah, that's the first time they fought in, in canon. They did originally appear in, I think it was the, uh, let me double check. Yeah, they started in the Star Wars source book 
uh, for the role playing game for like it's like a D and D like where you can play Star Wars with rolls of dice. They were one of the playable races in there and stuff. And this came out in 1987. Oh, jeez. So, right after the Bad Batch is captured, we get a scene with Sid talking to her client. With and her client was speaking a very familiar language. What was that? Spanish. The language <laughs> that the client was speaking wasn't it? Uh, it's it's Huddies. Yeah, Huddies. I'm like, wait. <laughs> It was also a person looked definitely like a certain certain uh, right hand man of a uh, of a hut. Yes, could see his full body, but I assumed it was him. I was yeah, I assumed it was him also. I think uh, it was named Bib Fortuna. Yeah, Bib Fortuna. Yeah, that one. I had it written down here. Where did I put it at? Oh well, <laughs> that was the other person I was trying to make the joke for, but I couldn't figure out a good name. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, when I saw when I saw him, I'm like, wait a minute, like, I guess I could see them because I I I was also there's like the the Bad Batch thought it was one of the Falines, which is like the two alien the two yeah. aliens that's all there. They're called Father Faline, and I'm like, wow, is that a like one thing I was wondering is a lot of Falines you see them in like Underworld Connections as gangsters as well. And I was kind of curious if they would be the one of these would be like the young version of like the Prince uh, Zizer from uh, Shadow of the Empires. Mm, okay. Which I like maybe now because that's a that's a legend series, so they might not bring him back. But hey, they brought other people back, so it wouldn't be too crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering, like, what was what do the huts want with the kid? I was still, I was that that confused me up until we found until Omega comes along. Well. Once we, yeah, Omega starts, she starts uh, trying to get over there, finds it, finds a cage or something in there. I'm like, oh, is that what I think it is? Yeah, I wasn't sure. But so Omega's checking out the cage, and of course, she, she, she is getting caught. It's caught, but she but gets like the door she said, open. She wasn't sneaking around the cage, she was opening the cage. Mm-hmm. And what pops out? It's Moochie. Baby rank. Yeah, it's Moochie. <laughs> the real Moochie. Yeah. Who's a pissed what, off Rancor. Not just any Rancor, a baby Rancor, a person sized Rancor. Yeah, it was a very small one. It is so adorable. I was like, I kind of want to pet you right now. It's like a if you took a pug's head and just stuck it on some legs and arms on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much a giant, just a pug. It was. I was kind of wondering though, since it was like it seemed to be like a Jabba's Rancor, if it was the one from the movies. But double checking, it is not the same Rancor. It's a different Rancor. Jabba has multiple Rancors he likes to feed people to. Yeah, that's probably yeah. like his uh, backup Rancor. It's like, all right, this one's getting old. I got to get this one back. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't realize apparently the Rancor from Return of the Jedi is called uh, Patissa. I'm like, really? I didn't know that. Did not know that. So this gives the uh, Bad Batch the chance to break out of their chains and get their gear. So once they do that, they kind of split up. We got Omega and Echo taking care of the slaves. They're trying to, you know, get them out of, free them, get them out of harm's way. While Hunter and Wrecker and uh, Tech go after Moochie. 
So, you know, after yeah. they catching up with them, you got Moochie fighting all the slavers. You know. And their slaver, their little their little dragon flying squirrel dragon pets. Yeah, they're flying squirrel dragon and who's pretty damn tough. Oh, not to Moochie. Moochie tried to proceed like almost kick its ass. Oh, yeah. Once Moochie's like Oh, I got that tail now. Now you all mine. <laughs> Just starts yeah, I thought, slamming them, hulking them. Yeah. I was kind of wondering, like, are they going to murder this in, in Disney? Are they going to eat it? Oh, no, it got away. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oof, that was close. Almost got very gruesome. Very yeah. uh, animal planet or something like that. National Geographic. <laughs> David Attenborough. <laughs> and now we have the baby Rancor fighting the flying squirrel dragon. <laughs> See, as it rips its wings off, it just devours it all. <laughs> thus, the circle of life continues. <laughs> but, so uh, pretty! <laughs> we got to see a hunter taking on the slave master, which was a pretty easy fight for him. The slavers didn't really, like, besides, like, they captured him pretty easy, and afterwards they became terrible at their job again. Yes, they got the one good moment to like good at capturing you, but they're not good at keeping you. Yeah, I'm not sure what they what were the slavers waiting for? They waiting for a ship to come pick everybody else up or I what have they no doing? idea. I don't know. Like, was it it like, was, they never really said it. They were just kind of like holding them. Yeah, in like a broken down area. I'm like, all right, what are you guys doing here? Just the worst slavers. They're like where you have them all, just collecting them. Not really putting him to work, just having him sitting around. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> so now the uh, Bad Batch they had to figure out a way to uh, capture Moochie, which I thought was a perfect, perfect way that they did it. How uh, they responded to um, the Alphas. So who who do you get to fight a baby Rancor? Tech. What? Oh <laughs> yeah, Tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, yeah. No, they hired the big old guy. They brought Wrecker in. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, and then, then it was funny. They started like beating the crap out yeah. of each other, like for a while. Yeah. It's like, how long has this been going on? Uh, a lot longer than it should have. <laughs> and they just, yeah, like, it's like uh, throwing punches like they're drunk. Yeah, they're getting tired, like I'm about to fall over, like. Luckily, Moochie falls over first, then Wrecker falls over yeah. on top of him. <laughs> uh, but also, you notice this episode, Wrecker's helmet didn't fly off. No, it did. Did it? Earl- earlier, it fell, flew oh, off. When he, then like, I missed when, he got, when, he got, when he got captured, he flew off. He, he got knocked out again. Oh, God. I missed that part then. I was going to say, he's went in an episode without brain damage, and never mind. I'm nope. wrong. Nope. He, well, he was—he was also this episode was like rubbing his head like, as it even like, started. He's like acting like he had a headache. Yeah, I seen so, that. So, but he—he he did get knocked out in the beginning. He's like, "I'm gonna up, oh, I'm down again." Oh yeah. And then, um, so we cut back to Sid talking to um, Bib Fortuna in her office, who seems kind of pissed. He wants his rancor back, and Sid's just telling him, "You know, you gotta have faith." And that's yeah, when you I'm hear like, Good. Sorry. I would say, like, it's very lucky that, like, with uh, Sid needing to get that rancor back, had a job ready to go, that those bad badges happen to show up. No, but how long has that job been sitting on her desk for yeah. Bib to actually be there in person? He's probably like, you've had this 
damn job for seven months now. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, literally, it's like, probably like, shit, what am I going to do with this? Oh, you guys are here. Cool. I just happen to have a job for you. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Did you like the little, uh, little, little Grimorians they had next to him? The little pig guys? Oh, yeah. I, it's fun seeing them, especially after we've seen them in the Mandalorian. Like, yeah, this time not beating each other up. Yeah, but uh, this this kind of actually I feel gives way to a lot more uh, interaction between Sid and the Bad Batch. Yeah, because now we have um, more jobs. Yeah, because now, like she refers to them as mercenaries, and you can kind of see it doesn't sit well with them. I don't know why not. It's like, really, what else are you hey, gonna do? Go back to being a soldier for the the empire? Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? You need money, and I mean. Hell, you just freed some slaves, so it kind of works out in your favor either way. I mean, I guess they could go back and open up a like a, a restaurant or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Have uh, have Echo as a chef, have like a little spatula for where, where his little hand was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know, Wrecker could be dressed up in the suit outside, dancing around. Yeah, spinning aside, like yeah. come eat at the at, at restaurant ninety nine. Like, All right, come let's eat. <laughs> But did you notice the different things that was all around Sid's office in there? I did notice the uh, Stormtrooper helmet, and she had like a tusk on her desk, it looked like. Yeah, a uh, wampa. It looked like a wampa tusk from like, you know, the one that attacked Luke in Empire Strikes Back? One of its horns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But also, there there was a Mandalorian helmet, a clone trooper helmet, a clone pilot helmet, and a Jango Fett blasters. I didn't notice and, all that. What the hell is she doing with Mandalorian armor? Right, right. Also, she had a fur thing on the back of her chair that looked like a Wookiee fur. Ooh. That's, <laughs> ooh, that's dark. Might have been a skid Wookiee. There's a Oh. I did not notice that. Yeah, it like tells you kind of like with all this stuff she has in her office, she's probably not someone you really want to piss off. Yeah, also somebody you want on your side. Yeah. But so that was pretty much it for this episode, unless I'm missing something. Not too much in here. There was a the Bib Bib Fortuna in there was also voiced by uh, Matthew Wood, who portrayed Bib in Phantom Menace and in The Mandalorian oh. season two. It was the same guy. He like just made like the Hutties noise, but still, it was him voicing him. So that was really nice of them to bring him back on. Oh, that's good. Let me double check. If there's any other? Oh, here's like one thing. I'm not sure if they're uh, still trying to push it, push it there. But um, when Omega sees Sid, was she still trying? Is that another hit that she might be force sensitive again? Where she says, "This is Sid." I don't think so. I just think she's more perceptive than they are. More observant. Yeah, because it's Sid wasn't really trying to hide. It's like, no, nah, there's no Sid here. But yeah, the she's way the it was said. Plus, they're like, well, the Jedi's came here. So, I mean, somebody came to you. You're obviously going to deny it until you could figure out, are they here to kill me? Are they here for work or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also so like thinking it was just, a, it was just something they were here that make you think that they're trying to be Force-sensitive when she's not. I'm just glad that they didn't do it when... She unlocked the cage, just like trying to reach for it, and then all of a sudden you see it pop up. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, here's one thing. I, was, I forgot to mention. I was kind of funny in this episode. Is uh, when someone's either asking why they should trust Sid, it was really funny when, the, when they asked, like, like, the Jedi trusted Sid? You mean the ones that are dead? You mean the <laughs> ones that trusted us? All the clones? They, they seem to be pretty trusting. A little too trusting. So, uh, what are your thoughts going forward? Thoughts going forward? Oh, there's one more thing I had on here. That I'm not sure if this was like a the one of the one of the slavers had a uh, like a whip. It reminded me kind of like the old lightsaber whips they had in the expanded universe. I'm not that familiar with me those. A lot. Uh, there were some Jedi that actually had lightsaber whips. That literally there were whips made that were a lightsaber. That's that sounds pretty badass. It's a, <clears throat> pretty badass and probably really dangerous. Yeah, for all involved. Because I've used yeah, a whip a couple th- times and I've whipped myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I always kind of worry when they say like, "If you have a lightsaber, a lightsaber whip," I'm like, "That seems really bad if you don't have the force." Yeah. It's like, ow! I just, just I just took off my leg. It's like, oh, oh, there goes my wrist. <laughs> it's a good thing uh, cybernetics are easy to come by. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty affordable. But going back to your other your last question of the um. I think where it's going to go forward now that they actually have work, they could actually like have a destination. Yeah, because that, that's one like one problem I think the series is having right now is knowing where they're going. I agree. I think this also could give them a base of operations. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. something familiar where they could build. You know, just their core crew. Their crew and figure out what they're doing next because, like, last few motivations, like in the rebels, their motivation was to stop the empire. In this, in the uh, Mandalorian, it's to get the child and then give the child to a Jedi. This one's like, I guess we'll protect Omega, but we're not sure what we're doing with her. Yeah, right now it's like find out who's trying to kill us, take her. So I think this would be a good place for them. So, yeah, you know, gives them work. I hope to see them use Sid as to find a job with Mandalorians. I'd like to see a story arc with maybe like even a one or two episode arc of with the Mandalorians and Fennec Shan somehow Mm -hmm. clashing. That would, I think, would be nice. Yeah, with Fennec. That that was also one thing we found out in this episode. We also found like a. The name of the, the bounty hunter was Finnick Shan, which we all knew, but the Bad Batch did not. Yeah, and she's just starting out. So this is her early years. Yeah, like there wasn't like much, like couldn't figure out who the client was or who hired. We just said, like, yeah, this is Finnick Shan. She's new. Like, oh, yeah, okay. She's already made a name for herself being dangerous and ruthless. Not too ruthless, but ruthless. I mean, she'll throw you off a speed of bike hundreds of feet up, <laughs> shoot you in the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of wonder if they will actually make them actually have a an actual base, like an actual base, like they had for the rebels and stuff. Like their ship, unlike the ghost, isn't very big. No, it's really small. Yeah, this, like the ghost. Yeah, the ghost was huge. It had multiple rooms. This is just like a uh, drop ship or something. Yeah, like it's barely it's barely enough for the for the clones that are on there. And you'd think that they'd have room for Omega with, with, with Crosshair not being there, but yeah, with Crosshair gone, they have barely have room for, for them and each other. 
So it'd be nice to have somewhere they can park their ship, kick their boots off, watch some uh, some some galaxy TV. Yeah, <laughs> interdimensional TV. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's it for me. I got nothing else on this one. Yeah, it's like not a whole lot more else to work off besides like what they're really wish it was longer than half an hour. Yeah, it makes it difficult. But I mean, like we were saying, these shows don't really give you much to work with. There's a quick setup at the beginning, and then we get the whole payoff the rest of the episode. And once this payoff starts, man, it boosts quick. Mm-hmm. I kind of almost wish that they actually have a... We haven't had, like, a main villain yet, so, like, we assume Crosshair is going to be the main villain. The other guys would be do stuff that they haven't really done too much. No, I mean, we haven't seen Crosshair in a couple episodes. Yeah, like, I thought Finnick would be back in this episode, but she's gone again. Yeah. We just had, like, nameless slavers. I think... Not sure if that's weird or not. I mean, we're, what, almost halfway through the season? Uh, not yet. We're about... There's, I think there's about 16 episodes, oh, so 16, we're only about right, eight. So we're almost halfway through. Yeah. They need... Yeah, I think they need to let us know who the main villain is soon. Yeah, like, I, just, I would, like, see them doing something. I mean, because... now it's like, but two episodes now since we haven't seen the Empire do anything? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely... We need a uh, something. They need an antagonist to fight against, like a main mm-hmm. one. I'm okay with their little side missions and running from Fennec if she's like a side story, but they definitely need something bigger. I feel. Yeah, and it's because like, the, the episodes are too short, so it's like it needs something that they can easily throw in. We know, okay, bad guy. They're they're gonna do something. They don't need to build them up. Yeah, maybe they'll take a an episode. Or to the next couple ones to be more villain focused. That mm. would be nice. And ho- and hopefully, get the troop, get the clone troopers to get better at shooting stuff and <laughs> get, yep. getting back to their awesomeness. Oh yeah. Yes. I don't know. Like, how are you feeling so far about the series right now? Um, I mean, at first I wasn't feeling it. Like, but the last couple episodes, I'm like, all right. I'm getting in more into it. Like I wasn't familiar with the Bad Batch. I never seen Clone Wars, so it's all new to me. So I'm kind of getting a feel for the characters, and it's interesting yeah, it's because just, I like the non-Jedi Star Wars stories. So it's interesting. Right? Yeah. I just feel like the, my problem with it right now is not is it's just going very slow. Yeah. It's, like, it, I feel like. I feel like with like having trooper blasters to be like more quicker paced action show, it's sometimes not not nearly as much. It's fast moving, slowly developing episodes. Yeah, but oh no! Also, like I, I think I think like Reb the first season of Rebels is also kind of like that. Yeah, I remember the first season of Rebels. That first watch was a little hard for me to get through. So maybe maybe like halfway through the end of the season they'll get it'll get a lot better and we'll be like on the edge of our seats and then they'll get a season two and that'll be just freaking uh, just a roller coaster ride. But and please please for season two, forty minute episodes, please. Yeah, forty minute uh, hour. 40, I just want forty minutes. I think would be perfect because that would let you put those those twists and turns into an episode and build your world even further. 
Yeah, I think it's like the biggest problem having like unlike like the Mandalorian and other stuff is it's just. I think we've talked to it before. This episode's like, like right when it's like getting good, it's over. Yeah. Like this might not be bad to binge watch though. Cause like, like, all right, next episode, let's see what's going on from here. Yeah, that's true. That's probably what makes it harder watching it week to week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Cause once I was watching the rebels, I could just watch episode after episode. So probably that's probably why it didn't feel as slow. Yeah. I was like, and I'm still hoping like, uh, I was kind of let down this episode when I found out that was not the same Rancor from from the from the movies. I'm like, oh man, that been purpose purpose opportunity to bring a, a young character from the trilogy. Really, yeah, that, that would have been pretty cool. It's like somehow they got a hold of him. And like, wouldn't this be before Boba Fett is? Uh, we see would see Boba Fett with Jar- with uh, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, because Boba should technically right now still be pretty young. Yeah. Like just getting started, not really done anything yet. So it'd be nice to see him. Like once again, like I, I said before, I just want to see more characters from the trilogy brought in their younger versions of their before they got before they got big. It would make sense, especially right now. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably do it. I don't see why not. I mean, Dave Filoni loves his Easter eggs. At least that's, that's what that seems like to me. But uh, that's all I got here. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready. Oh, and as always, that was it for us. And we want to thank you guys for listening to Clan of Three. And you can follow us on social media. You can follow Mash Those Buttons on Twitter at the Mash Network. Or you can follow us at Clan of Three. You can follow us hosts. You can follow me, Death Squad, on Twitter at Death Squad. The letter O. And what about you, Kara? Where can they find you? Uh, they want to find about me and me bitching about my Star Wars stuff. They can follow me on Twitter at Kurabaras, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-A-S, or on twitch.tv slash Kurabara. And find me every week talking about Apex Legends on Dropping Spicy. Find me also every week uh, talking about, at least for the first for next foreseeable future, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition on Squad Goals. And you can we've been also, having some fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. I wanted to check that out. Do you ever fit any time in that schedule to eat or sleep? Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> surprisingly, during, some of my re- during a lot of my recordings, you may not realize I, I kind of mute myself and go eat for a little bit. <laughs> I curse quiet for it because I'm stuffing my mouth with food. Hey, that's fair enough. As always, you could join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. And make sure you share the show with others and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. You could show your support by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash buttons. Tiers are available as little as $1 a month. And stay tuned. Oh, actually, Teespring store we have. Teesprings.com slash store slash mash those buttons for that merch. merch and please merch, stay merch. tuned after the show to hear about all the other shows on the Mash Network. And that was a wild ride. Thank you for suffering with me, guys. I have spoken. Right. You're the brains of the operation, aren't you? I, <laughs> I, it might not seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys. See ya.
Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord. 